All right, friends, it is sermon time. We're coming to you here from my office in the church. And, yeah, let's start with this. Um, to those of you who are new to all of this, maybe you're new to church in general, uh, or maybe you're coming from a very particular tradition, um, when we go into our sermon times, uh, this is not about what the minister has to say. Uh, this is not agree with me or else. Um, but rather, this is a time we devote to getting curious, because we believe there's something holy about that. This is the time we devote to asking big questions, to exploring all the intersections of faith and life and spirituality, and asking within those things, how do I live well? What kind of life is God wanting me to have? How do I follow Jesus? How do I follow love within all of those things? So that's what this time is for. And so take it for what you will, hold it loosely, and we ask that God does something with this, that we leave here with something good and uh, powerful to chew on. Uh, so now that that's out of the way, uh, let's, let's get into it. Because today in the world church, today is actually a really big deal. Today we enter into the season that we call Pentecost. And now I know what you're all thinking. What a great band name, right? Pentecost. You can just picture them in red outfits with their face painted, massive hair, this 80s glam metal band. For those of you who are looking for a band name, look no further. You are hereby dubbed Pentecost. I have spent way too much time thinking about how great a band name that would be. But anyways, Pentecost. Uh, we're entering into the season called Pentecost, and churches all over the world are celebrating it. And now, if you're allergic to church words, if they kind of trigger you and turn you off, stay with me. Roll with me here, because a Pentecost is not so much a religious thing as, as it is a human thing. We don't talk about Pentecost because it's just about church stuff. We talk about it because it's about life stuff. There's something in here uh, for all of us, regardless of how churchy or religious we may or may not be. Because what Pentecost is all about, it's about how to be human. There's an invitation in this season that draws us into the, the fullness and wholeness of what it means to be human and alive in this world. Because that's our question, isn't it? That's the question underneath our questions. That's the itch we're trying to scratch. How do I become more fully alive? How do I find a life that is full of things that feel reverent and transcendent and beautiful? Yeah. Yeah, we're all asking those questions. And that's what religion is really all about. Well, all, all good religion is about that. It's about how, helping us tap into the very essence of what it means to be here and alive in this world. And Pentecost is a big deal because it not only invites us into those questions, it also helps us answer those questions. And it does that by giving us its own question, uh, a question that can change everything, a life and world-changing question. And we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, so Pentecost. Uh, we get it from a story that's in the Bible. You can go look it up yourself. It's in the Bible in the book of Acts, chapter 2. Um, it's a marvelous story. It's amazing. Um, it's about all kinds of things. But when you boil it all down, what this story is ultimately about, what the season is ultimately about, 
is this thing that we call spirit. Now I know, I know another one of those words. Uh, it's a weird word. We don't really know how to hold it. Are we talking about supernatural things or are we talking about more tangible things? And the answer is, yeah. It's everything. When we talk about spirit, what we're talking about um, are those animating forces in our lives. We're talking about the things that are in the air, the things that shape how we live and move and have our being. Have you ever uh, gone into a doctor's office and you're feeling scared, you're anxious, you go in, you're kind of vibrating as you wait for the doctor, then you get sent into the other room and you're waiting for the doctor. And it's getting worse and worse and worse, but then the doctor comes in. And there's something about the way that she comes in. There's something about the way that she speaks that everything just kind of sinks. And suddenly everything changes and you find yourself at peace. Yeah, spirit. Or maybe you've walked into a room and there's a whole bunch of people in there. There's an energy to it. There's a vibe to it. It's just buzzing with something. And just from that buzzing, you can feel yourself begin to change. And you change how you see and how you act and how you think. Yeah, yeah, spirit. We've all been there. We all know spirit, even if we don't know it by that name. What we talk about when we talk about spirits are those things in the air, those things outside ourselves that shape and change how we live and move, see, and behave. And that's why in our tradition, whenever you see the word spirit, it's often translated as breath. Spirit is how we talk about those things that we breathe in, that energize and drive us. It's how we talk about the animating forces in our lives and our worlds. And here's why Pentecost is a big deal. This is why we have an entire season devoted to it, and why it's got something to say to me and to you and everybody else. It's important because it reminds us of a really foundational truth, a truth that leads us to the question that we started off with. And that truth is this. What we breathe matters. Yeah. What we breathe matters. Just like what we breathe matters when we're trying to exercise. What we breathe matters when we're trying to be human. What we breathe matters. See, at the heart of our faith and spirituality is this really radical idea that being fully and wholly human isn't a biological thing. It's actually a spiritual thing. It has to do with what we breathe in. And to be human, Jesus taught, to be fully and wholly human is to breathe in a very particular spirit. That spirit that we call holy, which is to say the spirit of God, the divine spirit. That spirit of life that spirit of imagination and creativity, of joy and hope, of truth and reconciliation, of peace and justice, that spirit of extravagant and indiscriminate love. To be human, Jesus taught. To be fully and wholly human, to tap into that life, is to breathe in that spirit. It's to be literally inspired by that spirit. Because that's the spirit that takes us into the life we're looking for, that life that hums with reverence. Yeah. Yeah, that's big stuff. 
For those of you looking to be human. For those of you who are looking for something more. What you breathe in matters. What you let drive and energize and animate you, it matters. And we know this. This doesn't come as a surprise. If you've ever let anger drive you, you know where that takes you. If you've ever been consumed by greed, you know where that takes you. If you've ever been caught up in scarcity, oh my God, we know where that takes us. If we ever let fear, woundedness, despair drive, we know where those things take us. We know the life and world they create. And if you've ever gone into those places, if you've been caught up in those things, if you've breathed in those things, they kind of leave you unsatisfied, don't they? That life and world doesn't hum with reverence. But instead it makes us lament and yell out, there's got to be something more to this. There's got to be a different way. And the good news is there is a different way. There is something more to this. You don't need to live like that. And it all comes back to what we breathe in matters. Because how, how we breathe in and what we breathe in shapes and changes everything. And so all this takes us to the question. That question that Pentecost gets us to ask. That life and world changing question. That question that we need to ask with every single breath, every single moment. That question we need to ask if we want to find that life that is satisfying, full, and deep. And that question is this. What am I breathing in? What am I breathing in? What am I letting shape and form me? What am I letting animate me? Am I being animated by love or fear? By hope or despair? By generosity or greed? Because the thing is, in order for us to become more human, we have to choose to become more human. And that choice begins and ends with a breath. It begins and ends with asking, what am I breathing in? It's all about paying attention to what we're taking in, to what we're letting animate us, and choosing to make sure that that spirit, that thing we're letting in, is that spirit that we call holy. That spirit of life, that spirit of extravagant and indiscriminate love. But here's the thing, and we have to name this, we can't not name this. And I think too many people don't talk about this. The thing about that breath, the thing about choosing to breathe in that spirit, it's not simply just finding it and breathing it in. It's about saying yes to it. It's to take the risk of getting caught up in that spirit because there is a risk to it. We don't know where love is going to take us. We don't know what generosity is going to cost us. We don't know what boundaries we're going to have to cross. We don't know what wounds we're going to have to go into. We don't know what space we're going to have to give up. And that risk can be scary. That surrender is really uncomfortable. 
saying yes will cost us something. But if we want that life, if we're really wanting to find a life that hums with reverence, if we want to become more than we are, then we have to take the risk of saying yes, of choosing to breathe in and be inspired by that Spirit. So my friends, what are you breathing in? What are you letting animate you? And may you choose to breathe in that Spirit of life. May you choose to say yes. May you choose to take the risk. And may you breathe in, may you breathe deep and know that that spirit you're breathing in, that spirit of love and generosity and grace and kindness and justice and compassion and peace, that is the way to life. And it's through that spirit, by getting caught up in her, that you can find the life that you are looking for. It's there that we begin to step out and find the satisfaction and find the grounding that we need to find the kinds of lives and the kind of world that we want to have. But I'm going to leave you with this. Because asking that question, asking what am I breathing in, naturally leads to this question. It's a question underneath the question, behind the question, a question that we have to ask almost as soon as we ask that question. And that question is this. Now that you've breathed her in, what are you going to do with it? Now that you've taken in that breath, now that you've got caught up in it, what are you going to do? Because the thing is about that spirit, it doesn't just pull you into a new and full and deep humanity. It pulls you into something much, much bigger than that. It pulls you into God. It pulls you into what God is doing in the world, that huge redemption project of restoring and repairing the universe. Yeah, say yes to that spirit. Take that risk. It's to get in on that. It's to play a role in that. It's to become a transformed person who is transforming the world. Because see, when we talk about salvation in the church, when we talk about letting that spirit in and go to work within us, we're not just talking about being saved from the life it takes us away from, a life that's lacking and unfulfilling. We're also talking about being saved for something. We're being talking about being saved for a life of repairing and restoring the universe and making this world more like the one that God made it to be. One of justice and beauty, love and wonder, a world where everyone has enough and everyone has a place. So now that you've found your breath, now that you've breathed in that one spirit, the question changes. What are you going to use that breath for? How will you let her animate you for the sake and benefit of the world around you. Yeah, yeah, life and world changing questions. That's why Pentecost is a big deal, because spirit is a big deal. It all comes down to spirit. What are you breathing in? What are we getting caught up in? What direction are we going to go? 
Those are the foundational questions. That's what being human is all about. That's what we need to ask on the regular. What am I breathing in? And what am I using this breath for? So my friends, as you head into whatever is next for you, as you keep pursuing this journey of becoming more and more human, may you breathe deep. May you pay attention to what you are breathing in. And may you say yes to that spirit. May you take that risk. May you step out into this, this massive work of changing everything, knowing it's there. It's there in that life, in that work, that you will find the life that you are looking for. So breathe deep. Breathe often, and may grace and peace be with you.